Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Purdy Insurance. Visit Purdy Insurance on Market Street in Sunbury or visit online at purdyinsurance.com. Well, let me know when, when he or she is ready. and then we'll We're ready. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, I don't know. You got <laughs> It's a mystery guest. I'm not supposed to know what that's yes. going on. The mystery here. guest just called in. We're ready to go. Okay, well, let's find out who it is. Hello there. Hello. Hey. Hey. I hear ya. Hey, is this Steve? Yes, it is. Oh, am I on the radio? Yes, you're on the radio. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, aside from Jack Ham, this is the uh, best football analyst uh, you've had the pleasure of working with over the years, uh, Steve. Well, yeah, I'm not surprised, Matt McGloin. <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad you called it as a mystery guest after I bagged you on what New Year's Day. That was really great of me. <laughs> I, I, I was actually I was actually in the backyard sleigh riding with my son. I forgot to call in. My wife was yelling to me from the house that my phone was ringing. So I had to run inside. I I tracked well, snow all throughout our house now. So now you know. But uh, but no, man. I wouldn't. I, mean, I wouldn't miss the call in at all, man. You know, it's it's, it's, it's always good to talk to you. It's good to hear from you. Congratulations. Okay. Uh, uh, just so everybody knows, I was supposed to be on his Sirius XM show on New Year's Day, and I, oh, no, it was uh, the day before. It was, it was New Year. It was New Year's Eve. Uh, yeah. And so, so I go down to just grab coffee downstairs in the players' area. I grab coffee. Right. I'm like, you know, I think I'll leave my phone at the hotel and just go to practice and go. I'm like, you idiot. I get back and then I've got, I've got all these messages. Like, I looked at it and went, you dope. Well, I was telling, Steve, I was telling everybody that day. I'm like, you know, I've got the opportunity to talk to the best voice in the Big Ten, um, you know, on that and, day, I was super excited about it, and I'm, I, I was able to do that because we had Jim Brandstetter on. Because Brandstetter came on. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's doing the national semifinal. He found time for you. I'm doing the Outback Ball. Blew you off. <laughs> I felt two inches tall. I'm like, are oh, you dope? Oh, my goodness. How's everything going for you? I'm doing well. I, everything is great. Uh, you know, uh, uh, we had, you know, we just had my wife and I. We just had uh, another baby boy. Um, you know, almost two weeks ago. So, uh, you know, life is great, man. You know, it, uh, it it really is. Just you know, enjoying being home, uh, enjoying spending time with you know my family. Um, you know, but uh, it's been great, man. How are you? It's good. It's good to catch up. Well, well it's great to catch up with you because. I had to laugh when the Raiders played the Bengals. And here's the reason why. It's Derek Carr's first ever start in a playoff game. I'm thinking, yes, because Matt McGloin started the other one. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I Obviously, I mean, my name got brought up a few times. <laughs> you know, when, when the Raiders are making the playoffs. And obviously yep. that, you know, that 2016 season, you know, which was my last year um, with Oakland where, where Derek got hurt. Um, and I became the starter, and I ended up getting hurt, you know, in the last game of the right. year, and then yep. I didn't even get—I didn't even get. That's the right, Connor Cook. The, yeah, Connor Cook started. Yeah. yeah. 
I didn't yeah, get the right. chance to start the playoff game, you know, which yeah. which obviously was, uh, you know, was very frustrating. Um, you know, at the time, I was doing everything I could to play. You know, I, I shouldn't have played. You know, I didn't play. I shouldn't have played. I was nowhere near healthy enough to play. But right. at the time, of course, I was trying to tell him that I was healthy enough. Uh, I'm but, shocked uh, you hey, do that. You know, <laughs> hey, it just, it, it was, yeah, but, it wasn't meant you, to be, you know. Missed but up, you know what? a pretty good opportunity, though. Yeah, but you know what? Let me ask you this this question, Matt. Uh, I've had great admiration, as people know who listen to this show, for people who have had the ability to keep their careers alive. Right? I look at it like, for example, let's look at Tim Frazier in the NBA, Penn State's Tim Frazier. And, you know, you knew Timmy. All right? And he's, he played a few weeks ago with the Orlando Magic. Somehow he's kept his career going. What it, what does it take? Because you kept your career going. I don't care whether yeah. it's whether you're the second guy, third guy, getting a shot, whatever you know, trying XFL, whatever. What does it take to keep your career alive? You know, I think for playing the quarterback position, really. I mean, for me, it's about decision making. It's about timing. It's about accuracy. It's about consistency, and it's about trust. And nowhere there do I talk about size. Right? right, how big you are, how good your arm is, everything like that. Do you need some type of talent, some type of ability to play? Of course you do, but that's not it. Year after year, Steve, how many guys we see have all the talent in the world, but they just can't do it. They just It's so much about playing at that level as being the same person every single day. Right? I mean, there's something about having a guy on your team and you know what to expect out of him day in and day out. And And for me, that's what it was. That's what kept my career alive was to be able to – prepare day in and day out for a coach to ask me a question and for me to have an immediate answer for me to walk up to the line of scrimmage know the play and know exactly what I was doing and know exactly what the 10 other guys were doing as well um you know that's that that's what kept me going um you know I think work ethic you know whether it's on the field and in, in in the uh in the weight room or in the film room um you know, it's a combination of things, right? I think it's being a good person, um, mm-hmm. you know, treating everybody, whether you're a player, a coach, um, a member in the communications department, um, a member of the training room, a member of the equipment staff. It doesn't matter. You, you treat everybody with the same amount of respect because you understand that it takes everyone in that facility to win football games, not just the people playing. Um, you know, so, I mean, it, I mean, it's a lot of things. Um, you know, I mean... You know, and I look. It's funny because I do look back on my career, and you know, uh, I've I've gotten you know cut. I was on the good side of things for a while, and I've also been on the bad side, right? I got cut by a few yeah. teams. I got cut by the mm-hmm. Eagles. They went on to win the Super Bowl that year, <laughs> and then I got yeah. cut. I got yeah. cut by the Chiefs. They went to the, the AFC Championship game that year. They won the Super Bowl the following year. I mean, look at the run that they've been on. So, I mean, I've yeah. been around a lot of great players, a lot of great coaches. Um, you know, and I know how close, you know, I was to, you know, being a part of those teams and, and being on those teams, man. So, like, for me, and you know me, I have no regrets. You know, again, I was a preferred walk on a Penn State, Steve. I wasn't even supposed to play Division One football. Uh-huh. So, I'd like to think I made the most of every opportunity that I was given. Um, and I like to think I, you know, not that I care, but I like to think I proved a lot of people wrong. Yeah, you did. Believe me, you proved a lot of people wrong. You also proved a few of us right. How about that? Thank right? you. Yeah, I know. And and you, my good friend, man, you've always had my back since day one. Uh, you know, and I've always appreciated that. You know, which is why 
again, why we've always gotten along, why we've always kept in touch, you know, over the years, man, you've become a great friend. Oh, same, same here. Same here. Um, and what do you think that the discipline it takes to play football, the discipline it takes to, to make, to carve out a career, how does that translate to being a husband, a father, and a, and a, and a co-worker? Well, I think for a lot of the reasons that I was just talking about, it's being that same guy every single day. Um, waking up in the morning, understanding you got a job to do, you got a, you know, you have a responsibility. Um, it's work, <laughs> you know. Whether yeah. you're, whether you're playing football or not, you know, you, you enjoy it. You try to get better every single day. You find different ways to improve. Um, you know, how can I do this better? How can I do that better? Um, you know, it's, uh, you know, again, I talk a lot about preparation. You know, yeah. when it comes to playing the position and lasting. At, at, at playing the position, whether it's college or, or in the NFL, um, because again, like for me, man, you know that's that's what it was all about, right? Being the guy that you can count on every day, being the guy that you know um, was uh, was going to be ready, um, you know. And, and for me, like I, I you know, I and I was a big self promoter, <laughs> you know. And I don't have a, I don't have a, I don't, I don't have a, I don't have a problem saying that, Steve, because nobody. No, I'm, I'm not sitting here patting myself on the back or anything like that. Yeah, but, but nobody who was, else was doing it for you? Nobody was promoting me. Nobody right, exactly, who else was doing you know, it for you? Right, exactly. Nobody was doing it for me. So if I made a good throw, you were going to hear about it, you know? And, and yep. you know, if I was, you know, uh, going up in weight when I was squatting or benching in the weight room, you were going to hear about it. Um, so that means for me, I had to earn respect of the players and the coaches around me. Um, you know, and and, that, and that's how I did it. You know, and you know the support I had at Penn State from from some of those players was incredible, and it was kind of a similar journey um, in Oakland. And you know, for me, even looking back now, and I talk about it a lot on the radio, it's like it's everybody talks about the draft, things like that, first round, third round, seventh round, undrafted. It, it doesn't matter. All you need to do is get your foot in the door. All you need to do is yeah. not is have an opportunity. Right, and then it's what you do with that. Are you prepared for that moment? Is everything you've done leading up to that point? Have you prepared yourself well enough? Have you believed in it? Because there, there was a million times where I just, you know, was thinking to myself, like, what the hell am I doing? Like, just, <laughs> you know, just, just quit. Like, that's it. But, you know, there's just there's a, there's a competitor inside you that you continues to march forward. You believe that you're right, um, and it's, you know, and, and when you have some success. You know, it's kind of reassuring, you know, and, uh, you know, you know that all that work and everything you've gone through is worth it. I'll give everybody a good one. Jack Ham was honored by the Pro Football Hall of Fame at a game, and it was a part of a – they'd done it first with Dan Deardorff, and then Jack was next. So that meant Jack had to go down to the field. I don't know. What was it, Matt, like six, seven minutes ago in the half? Something yeah, like that. A few years ago, yeah. Right, right. So Matt is the sideline analyst. So, of course, now I'm up there by myself. So here's Matt, right, on the fly. This is how good he is. On the fly. And we start analyzing the game as if we're in the booth together, right? And <laughs> and, there, and there are a few plays where he couldn't quite see, still analyzed it. it was, I mean, you were phenomenal. That's why I know you're going to be so good at this. And I was and I was fired up actually after because I had no idea it was going to happen. 
Oh, I just Nobody... look. Oh, oh, believe me, you know who came up with the plan on the fly. I did. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I thought, let's I, get I, Matt involved. I got this. I got this resource. Let's use them. All of a sudden, they're like, "All right, Matt, we're going to come down to the side. We're going to be doing play by play." I'm thinking to myself, "I'm like, well, this is going to be interesting because I'm standing there, like down at the 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 opposite end by the pylon. Uh, you know how I like to stand away from everything, like right." It, yeah, it helps me think better. It's a lot more quiet when I'm standing there by myself. I can see the field a heck of a lot better. Um, but man, yeah, that's hard. You know, standing on the field calling you a game. You great. I, pre- <laughs> I, I appreciate that. You know, and and it was great. I had a few, you know, called a few games from the booth this year for Big Ten Network, which was uh, which was a great experience. It was fantastic. Work with some great people. Yeah. Um, you know, de- I mean, miss, you know, uh, definitely miss playing the game. Definitely miss being a part of the game. You know, but being in that booth and and yeah. seeing what's going on, it's uh, being back in that atmosphere. I mean, there's nothing yeah. like it. Nothing like the college football atmosphere. And no, anybody gets you is lucky to have you. Take my word as somebody who does this that. for a living. One final question. It's a very important one. How good are Paul and Kathy as grandparents? <laughs> <laughs> they're, you know, they're they're absolutely fantastic. Uh, yes. You know, and again, I've been. Very fortunate and very blessed, you know, to have a tremendous family, have great parents who've supported me and been at every sporting event throughout my entire life, um, you know. And now, again, yeah, now that, you know, my wife and I, we have two boys, um, you know, my brothers, um, you know, they have a couple of kids. So yep. in the past few in the past few years, my parents, you know, have got a bunch of grandchildren now. <laughs> so uh, they are they are thrilled. Uh, you know they're so happy. We uh, you know we're all back home here in Northeast PA. They have an opportunity to see us every single day and talk to us every single day. Um, you know, so and you know me how important family is. Um, yeah. So uh, I mean it's been great. You know it's it's been it's been relaxing again, um, but it's it's been good. It's always good yeah. to be home. Yeah, absolutely. No, you, you, I love your family. You know that your parents are awesome. Thank you, and, and your family to me too. So, P- Matt, thanks so much. Appreciate you. Go back out, get on the sled, take one more run. Okay. Absolutely, man. All right, I'm, <laughs> yep, I'm heading out there right now, man. But congratulations. It's great talking. Thanks, brother. All right. Thanks.